Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidanandamurtaye Nishprapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shishasamsara Harane Bhakta Kaya Ikadehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Eta Veja Gatameva Samsara Nava Setave Prabhave Savavidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshvara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self, your own shivaness, your own beingness, your own essence, that essence that is the essence in all and beyond all, O Shiva. Again and again I bow. Om Svarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha. To shine. For those of you celebrating or honoring Passover, Pesach Samayak. For those of you celebrating or honoring Easter, Happy Easter. For those of you observing or honoring Ramadan, Ramadan Mubarak. We have all three of these great observations happening right now. They're all about God, by whatever name, by whatever language, whatever system is most fulfilling to you. How great. And I'll tell you that yoga is all about God, but it's about finding God inside. 
You see, there is something here, right inside, something big, something important, something real, the something that gives you life. Whether you want to call that something by the name God or by another name, this something is. It makes you be. Yoga says that your own being is the one being that is being all. So when you look deeper within to find your own being, you find the one who is being all. Shiva. Baba called it the Shiva Tattva, the principle of isness. The Shiva Tattva is immortal, the transcendent vibratory principle. It is the highest luminous truth, the all pervasive self of all. Yoga's teaching is really about your own immortality, your own beingness, is that which bees, Shiva. Yes, your body is mortal, but there is more to you than the packaging shows. As important as your body and mind are, it's the who that you are animating your body, using your mind and heart. It's the you within that matters. I described it this way in my teachings article for the month. Yoga's goal is to make you shine brightly while alive. Yet your luminosity affects your death as well as your life. When you've been meditating, your eyes shine. It works when you've been doing yoga as well. Your eyes shine. Other things make your eyes shine as well. When someone listens to you, like they really hear you, you feel heard and understood. Then you begin to shine. You are recognized for who you are and you love it. Why? Because when you get to be you, Your own inner light arises within, so you shine. So much of the time, you're trying to be what you think others want you to be, or to be what you think you should be. But when you are you, you feel like you, and your inner light shines. So all you have to do is wait for someone who listens and understands you, and you'll be good, right? And what percentage of the time is that happening for you? Think you'll be able to, you know, like work it up to maybe 100% of the time? Anytime soon? About 50%. 25? Even if you say yes, I don't think it's enough. Why? Because yoga is about you accepting you and you understanding you about you finding the deeper dimension that is the source of the light that shines through you when you're shining. I'll compare you to a window shining with sunlight. 
you know, even when the sun is on the other side of the building, the sunlight makes the window shine. In the same way, the light of your own being shines through the windows of your eyes, even through the window of your mind and heart. In meditation, you're diving inward to find the source of the light, your own self. But even when someone else makes you feel heard and understood, they don't give you the light that you shine with. When they meet you where you're at, your mind settles into a sweet stillness and your own inner light arises from within. It's your inner light. It's called the light of consciousness. Whether you found it by looking inward or whether outer circumstances triggered your inner settling, It's the light of consciousness arising within. Now, I've described how you shine. Whether you look outside, whether you look inside, or you wait for the outside to trigger it. But your experience of being filled with light is the same. When you do yoga or meditate, an inner filling happens. There's nothing going on outside of you. Your focus is inward. So you can easily identify that the filling happens inside. What really happens is that your mind becomes quiet, quits reaching for outer things, quits reaching for the past or the future, quits reaching altogether, and settles into a sweet stillness. Mantra helps with this. In that sweet inner stillness, your own self arises to fill you up. And when you're full, your eyes shine. It's called the light of consciousness. The exact same thing happens when someone else triggers it. You look for someone to validate you. It also happens when you talk about someone or something that you love. Your mind quits looping around and focuses on that one thing. That focus begins the process of you settling within yourself. And when your mind is settled into stillness, your own self arises within to fill you. Then your eyes shine. It's called the light of consciousness, whether you use something external or something internal to get there, the whole point is for you to shine. You feel like you when you're shining. You stand taller. There's a buoyancy to your step, a lightness to your heart. You're present. Your body and mind benefit from you being present. It shows. You shine. Your inner light fills your being, overflows into your life and into the others around you. When you choose to get filled from the inside, you're a yogi. Now I'll add, when you choose to get filled from the inside, you're being intelligent. Because when you rely on something or someone outside of you to trigger the inner filling, well, you're at the mercy of the situation or of their mood, and they're not always merciful. But when you turn within to access your own beingness, you're the one who determines the frequency as well as the intensity of your inner bliss. Who's in charge? That would be you. 
It's all within your inner reach. You decide how you want to feel. This is also succinctly described in the Yoga Sutras by Patanjali, chapter 1, verse 47. On gaining proficiency in nirvichara samadhi, you know the light of the self. Nirvichara vaisharadye dhyatma prasadaha. On gaining proficiency in nirvichara samadhi, you know the light of the self. How is it that you know the light of the self? By becoming proficient in nirvichara samadhi, a delicious state of deep meditative absorption. As you get good at it, you get good at shining. You glow. More than merely shining with the light of consciousness, you realize that you are the light of consciousness. You be that beingness that bees. There's a beautiful word in this sutra, adhyatma. It means becoming atma, becoming the self. Atma is one of the Sanskrit words for self. Atma is often paired with Brahman, another Sanskrit word for God. It was the sage Shankaracharya who 1,300 years ago boiled it down to a short phrase, Atman is Brahman. Your own inner essence is God. He explained it in great detail in a series of verses in the Viveka Chudamani. I'll read you a few. They're abridged, so they're a little shorter. These are verses 257, 258, and 259 from the Viveka Chudamani. That, which is the substratum of the universe, which itself has no other support, which is distinct from the gross and subtle and which has no parts, that Brahman you are. Meditate on this in your mind. That which is free from birth, growth, and development, waste, disease, and death, which is indestructible, which is the cause of the universe, that Brahman you are. Meditate on this in your mind. That which is free from differentiation, whose essence is ever non-existent, which is unmoved like the ocean without waves, the ever free of indivisible form, that Brahman you are. Meditate on this in your mind. You are that reality which underlies the existence of the universe, which is being the universe. That reality which is being all and is beyond all. You are that Brahman. Brahman is Atman. The one divine reality is being your own being. Shankara tells you to meditate on this fact, that your own self is the self of all. But my Baba made it even easier. He simply says, meditate on your own self. 
while you're meditating, you don't have to think, my own self is the self of all. My own self is the one divine reality, that which is being all. I mean, it's okay to do this, but it makes meditation a little more heady, thus a little more complicated. Instead, Baba gave us the mantra, which honors your own self. And when you find your own self, you are being that beingness, which is being all, so you know. I'm talking about two different ways of getting to the knowing of your own self. One is by gaining proficiency in nirvichara samadhi. How do you do this? You meditate. You cultivate the inner experience of your own self in the deeper dimensions within. You go beyond mind, beyond the petty thoughts, beyond the deep thoughts, beyond the cosmic thoughts beyond the idea of who you are, to discover who you really are. This is a process of working from the inside out. You start inside. You delve inward and find self. Then you look at the world from that inner vantage point, and you look at your place in the world, and you see Shiva is being all while being me. This is from the inside out. The other approach is from the outside in. You analyze, you theorize, you work with your mind. You cultivate an understanding of who and what you are so that you get it. So that you get what Shankara says, that which is the substratum of the universe, which itself has no other support, which is distinct from the gross and subtle, which has no parts, that Brahman, you are. Meditate on this in your mind. He means you apply your mind to great thoughts, to cosmic thoughts, to divine thoughts. And your mind will be uplifted by this endeavor. Right now, we're doing exactly this. It's called Jnana Yoga, the study of the teachings. It's what we do with every sutra and every quote and in every discourse. What this means is that we are working the system both from the outside in and from the inside out. We're using the teachings to get inside. Then, deepening inward, you discover your own essence experientially. Then, bringing self with you as you expand your awareness outward again. The teaching now supports your mind in bringing self into the world. Nirvichara vaisharadye dhyatma prasadaha. On gaining proficiency in nirvichara samadhi, you know the light of the self. This inner experience, along with your newly refined understanding, makes you shine. Your own light arises within, fills you completely then shines into the world for you to share. This is what I meant in my current teachings article. Yoga's goal is to make you shine brightly while alive. Yet your luminosity affects your death as well as your life. Yes, this is about your life, but it is also about your death. You take nothing with you when you go except for your own life. 
If your light is dim, when you leave, you can barely see your way. It's like your light goes out. But one who is blazing with light shines even more brightly. That's because when your body can hold you no longer, you merge back into your own source and beingness, O Shiva. The light you've been shining with has always come from that source, with your body, mind, and heart simply being a pathway for the light to shine. Like windows let in the light of the sun, your individuality, your personhood, lets the light of consciousness shine through as much as you allow, that is. When your body can no longer hold you, your light merges into its source, if you allow. If not, you hold yourself off separate from the light of consciousness, which is what propels you back for another lifetime. Some meditative systems describe life as a way to prepare for death, as a way to get ready to merge. Yet this system, Kashmir Shaivism, says you can shine while you're alive. Yet you must know that you are shining with divine light. It's not your light. It's divine light. And your ability to let it shine through you is what makes you able to merge into it when the time comes. Back to the sutra. Nirvichara vai sharadye dhyatma prasadaha. On gaining proficiency in nirvichara samadhi, you know the light of the self. When you know the light of the self, you're simply merging, really expanding into that which you already are. It's called surrender. This is why I wrote, yoga's goal is to make you shine brightly while alive. Yet your luminosity affects your death as well as your life. I call this a win-win situation, Oshiva. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha.